Welcome to the Pop Culture Pub Podcast. Now let's begin. listener and welcome to the pop culture pub podcast i'm your host my name is chris lockhart and joining me is two of my co-hosts in crime first up we have ragnar how's it going ragnar well it's going quite well and uh hello everyone and last but not least we have kevin decent how's it going kevin going all right going well chris um finally caught up on sleep Nice, just, nice. Just, just to start the weekend new, and then I'll be exhausted again. Yep. Excellent. Um, all right. Well, for this episode uh, of the Pop Culture Pub, um, our topic is uh, skipped it and why. So each of us is bringing two examples of movies, TV shows, books, etc. that we heard about but this decided to skip it for the reasons that we'll talk about. Um, all right. Uh, and, and I do have an honorable mention here, but I might slot it in if somebody takes one of mine. Um, all right. Well, I'll, I'll kick it off. Um, in the nineties, the late nineties, um, there was a, a fan, a fantasy, franchise on television it started with hercules the legendary journeys with uh oh, yeah. kevin sorbo and then ultimately uh you know they introduced a character called xena which was basically hercules's red sonia uh with lucy lawless as the title character of xena and then she spun off to her own show and you'd think you know especially xena you know like I, i'm a huge red sonia fan i love conan uh, you know, beautiful women, you know, with swords and sorcery, like you can't go wrong. But that's the thing with me is I, I really have a hard time with low budget fantasy. I, I just, if it's, you know, like, I, I don't know, like the first fantasy movie that I really, like it blew my mind and I was in awe of was, um, Lord of the Rings, uh, the Fellowship, uh, which came out, you know, in 2001, I think by then Hercules had ended. I think Xena might've been ending at that time or, um, but I just never got into them. Like I just, like I said, low, low budget fantasy. I just, I don't know. It just turns me off. And, and like, cause they were also doing like that goofy comedic fantasy, you know, and I just, I don't. I'm not a big fan of that. So I never, I never really got it. Like I knew of Hercules. I knew, you know, who Kevin Sorbo was. I did watch him when he went and did this TV series Andromeda. I, I did watch that show for the first couple seasons. 
then it kind of got crappy. And, of course, I knew who Lucy Lawless was, like, um, you know, whenever she posed in Maxim or, or uh, one of those kind of magazines, I was always picking that up, you know, being a, you know, young teenage guy, you know, like she was, uh, you know, a babe. And and uh, it was great seeing her, you know, doing the hi 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 you know, doing the flips and all that stuff. But I just, I couldn't get into it. I just, so I, I just, I skipped it overall. Uh, what about you guys? Did you guys uh, ever delve into Hercules and or Xena watching? Uh, I watched a little bit of Xena, mostly because I thought Xena was really hot. Um, in, around the same time period, the the wrestler China was fairly popular, mm-hmm. fairly you know big deal, and I definitely had a weird weird attraction to her probably the same as how i find klingon women hot it's sort mm-hmm. of like the scary dominating sort of thing mm-hmm. so i i got those same vibes from xena so i watched a few episodes um but i didn't have cable at the time and it was kind of before streaming so unless you had dvd box sets or cable you couldn't really watch it yeah uh, and now that I probably could watch it, there's just so many other programs that are more exciting to me to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I never watched any of the, the Hercules stuff. Um, I feel like they'd probably be fun. I feel like I probably would enjoy them on some level. But, uh, yeah, as a whole, I would I would say no. Yeah. How about you, Kev? I remember to this day... Um, my mom turning to me and saying I can't believe that you don't watch these shows because uh, Hercules and Xena for us um, was syndicated on channel 11 which was the same channel that had Yankee Baseball on from New York City yeah WPIX right yep yep yep. so you know WPIX was on all the time in the house because Yankees Mm mm-hmm and there'd be commercials for it or to air right before or right after, you know, something like that. And I told her, I'm like, I can't believe I'm not into it either. But I think it was the window when it came out. Like, and and, and I was thinking about this today with uh, how syndicated works. Um, mm-hmm. Listen to a podcast talking about forgotten syndicated shows. And I'm like, yeah, why why didn't I watch that? Or why why did I miss it? A lot of syndicated was it could could end up airing at different times or it, mm. it you know miss a week completely or whatever. Yeah, especially like I mentioned, WPAX. Okay, if there's a Yankee game on, we're not playing that thing. Yep. You know, maybe we'll play it earlier. Maybe we'll play it later. Maybe we won't, won't play it at all this week. And also the the time frame there for Hercules and Xena, I'm past when I would rush home. And want to watch my cartoons from like you know two thirty or three until you know five, you know my after school cartoons. Mm-hmm. And I'm also pre streaming, so I don't have easy access to everything. Uh, even honestly, pre um, DVR or TiVo or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. Like I'm not recording the stuff to watch later, so I'm I'm, you know, going out with friends, girls, starting to work, you know, whatever. And it just felt this time frame of like I'm not the only thing that I'm 
definitely in front of the TV for at that point was probably the Monday Night Wars of Raw and Nitro. Yeah. Other than that, there is nothing where I'm like, I am in front of the TV for sure this time, this day. Yeah. And they just fell into that. It's one of those where I'm like, I I would watch it if it's on a, a thing or just randomly one day. I'm like, you know what? I, I'm in the mood to start that now. I think I'll watch a bunch of these. Like, it's a thing that I might do at some point, but it just missed me. And, and you saying cheap sci-fi, like, or cheap fantasy, sorry. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I didn't rush for it, too. You know, I wasn't looking at it going, oh, my God, this is the most awesome thing I've ever seen. I need to watch this immediately. Like, it just, I have a respect for it, but just didn't grab me at all. Yeah. And and that, and that's, like, that, that's how I feel, too. Like, I, I got no ill will towards Hercules or Xena. Um, like I said, like, Lucy Lawless. Like, I, I, I loved when they brought her in for Battlestar Galactica. Um, yeah. Like oh she, man, that was so great. And so great. And I don't know if you guys have ever watched Spartacus. Um, yeah, she was in that. Yeah, and and it was like every episode was like, how much more of Lucy Lawless can we show you without actually showing you her nipples or her like genitals? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was unbelievable how far they were able to go. <laughs> yeah, if you were if you were a Xena fan, it was like a like a fantasy come true watching that show um, oh yeah well there uh, <laughs> to, to be greasy for a moment here mm-hmm. um we, we're <clears throat> discussing it with a friend while we were watching wrestling the other night um and and i think lucy lawless has it which is why i'm bringing it up there's some moment where an actress, a, a wrestler, a person on TV who is supposed to look attractive suddenly gets very comfortable with it and is like, oh, I'm hot. Mm-hmm. And I'm aware I'm hot. And everyone's here because I'm hot. And then they just have this attitude and confidence and everything. And it makes them even more attractive. Yep. So, like, you get to Spartacus level, Lucy Law. So she's like, yeah, I know. Look at me. I am amazing. Mm-hmm. And it just comes through the camera, too. Yep. Yeah, you see, you see that a lot. Like I've I've heard like models and like uh, you know female celebrities talk about this. Like, because um, I know like Avril Lavigne. Like go, to go off a quick tangent here. Um, like she used to do like the skater look, you know, baggy pants, you know, the you know t-shirts and all that kind of stuff. The skater, you know, the skater motif. But then as yeah. as her career went on, she was showing more skin, more you know, so that kind of delved into this theory that she was replaced by somebody. But anyway, I digress. But she said, like, she, she just got more comfortable with her body. And, you know, like, the, of course, like, the studios and stuff were like, you know, hey, you know, if you show a little bit of skin. That's not why she did it. It's because she felt comfortable over time. And, and I think, like, with Lucy Lawless, yeah, like. And yeah, like you said, like some of the wrestlers and stuff, like eventually they just get comfortable and they're like, hey, why not? Yeah. But anyway, that wasn't too greasy. That was, you know, that was just they, enough. They grease. also sometimes just get offered a lot of money. <laughs> that is true. True, true. That is true. Um, all right. Uh, Ragnar, what's uh, first up on your list? Power Rangers. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> I, I never watched it. Um, I remember a show 
called VR Rangers. Mm-hmm. VR Troopers. Yeah, okay. I think it was kind of yeah. like a, a knockoff show. Yep. Um, and I remember my friends watching that and, and watching an episode or two with them, and it you know seemed enjoyable. But Power Rangers kind of came out around the time that I was, I don't know, I was entering my teenage years, and I just wasn't at home watching much TV. I was in, you know, I was getting interested in girls and, and other things. And I just, yeah, the whole franchise came and went, really, and I never really watched it. Um, I've tried to watch the odd episode, and it's just way too hokey for me. I just end up, like, making fun of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Power Rangers really means nothing to me. But I, I know it's a big franchise, because they, mm-hmm. they often have Power Ranger guests at the Comic-Cons I sell at, and people are always very excited to go meet them. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's a franchise I just, I never got into, never watched, and, uh, just, it never really meant anything to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there, Ragnar, like, um, yeah, I was just at that age where, um, cause it, it, to me, I kind of remember it being like a transition, like, it, you know, like the big thing was like Ninja Turtles, and then it became Power Rangers, um, and I remember like my younger cousins and stuff, you know, just jumping in with the Power Rangers and I just, I, I didn't like, I was like, eh. I mean, not to say I didn't watch anything at that time. Like, I, like, you know, that's also around the time when, you know, the X-Men animated series started and Batman, the animated series started. And I, I, I did watch those. Um, and then, but you know, Power Rangers, yeah, it just didn't, uh, didn't bring me in. Um, yeah. I love Ninja Turtles, and I remember, oh gosh, I can't think of the name of the show right now. It was like a an 80s cartoon, Voltron. Mm, yep. I loved, as a kid, I loved Voltron. I, I don't think I watched a lot of it, but I loved it. I loved Transformers, and I loved Godzilla movies, and Power Rangers is kind of like all those things. But I just it never reeled me in. It just never never did it for me. Um Yeah, just it yeah, it never did anything for, for me either. I did watch the tw- I think it was twenty seventeen when they did like the big you know, the the big budget Power Rangers movie with mm-hmm. uh Elizabeth um Banks. Banks? Yeah. yeah. Uh and I th- want to say uh what's his name brian cranston was like the the floating head which i think he was on the tv show like early on i think really i i want to say i want to say there was something like that but i i i I could be wrong but uh, i did go see that movie i took uh the kids and and uh my aunt to it you know just you know movie night out type of thing i've never rewatched it or anything i i thought it was okay um, but yeah, just, you know, wasn't my jam, I guess. What about you, Kev? Were you a Power Rangers guy? Uh, yes, but only because of the unique set of circumstances around it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I mean, you had, uh, like kids WB and Fox kids era mm-hmm. where yes, I'm, you know, like I would have to say I was too old to watch cartoons at school. You know, like pe- people are starting to date and play sports and stuff like that. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, but we have Batman animated, X-Men animated, 
Tiny Toons and Animaniacs are brilliant. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's good stuff on. At the same time, I'm older. I'm 10 years older than my cousins. And my aunt and uncle were like, oh, hey, would you be willing to watch your cousins? You know, like I would go over after school or, oh, it's a holiday and we don't have school, but they got to work. So I'm going to go mm-hmm. over and hang out with them. Yeah. You know, uh, weekend, summer, whatever. And it was stuff where I would just watch them. Sometimes we would hang out and it was easy because it's pretty much making sure that the house didn't burn down. You know, that's it, it was that level. Like they were older. There wasn't much I actually had to do. It was pretty much just like, OK, you guys want food? Let's get food. You guys want to take a walk? I'll make sure, you know, we're safe on the walk. It was stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But they being 10 years younger than me, 10, 10 and 11 years younger than me were very into Power Rangers. And they're like, Power Rangers? I'm like, all right, we'll watch Power Rangers. And I'm like, okay, I'm watching it with them, and I'm just having fun. Yep. Like, this is just dumb and stupid, I'm having fun. And then, oh, there's the Pink Ranger. Mm, And she's beautiful. Uh, Amy Jo Johnson, right? That's her name? Yep. 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 So I'm like, oh, I'll I'll watch for her. Mm -hmm. So then the funniest thing was, they start announcing the, the original movie with you know that cast of it and i'm like oh my god i actually really want to see that movie but there's no way i can actually go see that movie like i'm gonna get called out for going to see it yeah by by who who knows but you know when you're younger and you're worried about what everyone thinks and then i hear my aunt like oh god the kids want to go see this movie and i have no interest i was like i'll take them she said sold She's like, I nice. will drop all of you off. I will pay for all of it, but then I don't have to sit through it. The movie's, what, hour and a half? I'll come back in two hours. I'm like, all right, good. So I, I was just being so nice and selfless, taking my cousins to see this movie. Yeah. Which really it's because I needed an excuse to go see it. And we, I, I was still talking about that. Like, once a year, that still comes up with them. So I have, like, that's, that was a bonding experience of doing it when... Um, I had like a day where my kid was like, well, what's Power Rangers? And we turned on whatever versions I know. He's like, oh, this is silly. And I'm like, yeah, it's lots of fun. And then he never cared. Mm-hmm. But if he did, I would have by all means gotten into it with him. But I mean, it's been going on, what, like 25 years now? Well, even, before, in... even before that, because uh, yeah, it, it like... originally came from Japan, like uh, yeah, the yeah, Japanese like... version. Every couple of years they redo it. Here's new cast. Here's new things that they turn into, new new toys and gimmicks and stuff, which is which is smart. And I've said before for many different things. That's how you keep a franchise alive. You keep changed up but being fresh. But at this point, I'm like, if I actually wanted to get into it, I'm not deep diving on all that lore. Forget that. I got other stuff to do. I can't. Yeah. I will say, though, I read the, uh, I think Boom Studios did it last year, Godzilla versus the Power Rangers. That was fun. <laughs> hmm. Loads of fun. I would watch that. Oh, if they ever adapted it? Hell yeah. But yeah, it was like a five, five, six issue miniseries, I think. But loads of fun. Very well drawn, too. I remember hearing a story, like, uh, I think it was in the Marvel comic, the untold story of Marvel Comics book. That Stan Lee was actually trying to bring the Power Rangers to North America before they ever came, like probably ten years yep. beforehand, and Marvel wouldn't do it. They're like, "No, this is stupid. No one will watch it." Blah blah blah. And then Sunbow, I want to say one of those companies, 
uh, ended up doing it anyway. And then, yeah, they ended up making all this money and Marvel was just... Because they were, like, at the time, facing bankruptcy. They're laying people off and they're like, you know, they missed it. You know, and Stanley, <laughs> and Stanley tried to tell them, but... You, you had Marvel Animation, which was, uh, like, you know, producing a lot of these cartoons. Mm -hmm. You had the Japanese Spider-Man from late 70s. Like, there is yep. a, a connection and a trail that you could follow. And, yeah, the rumor was that they were trying to bring it over and franchise it and make some money off of it. And it just didn't hit at the right time. Yeah. Interesting. All right, uh, Kev, what's uh, first up on your list? All right, so I was very careful because there's plenty of things that I tried for a season and I'm like, this isn't for me. Or I, I watched for a while and I, I would never go back to. I wanted to go with, I have never done this, will never do it. It's not on my list at all, but that I am well aware other people enjoy. It's just not for me. So this is, both picks are stuff I've never even done a little of. Okay. Okay. So the first one, I'm aware people love it. I've seen clips online through, you know, TikTok or Facebook and Instagram reels or whatever. I have friends and family that love it. I've never gotten into it. I don't see myself ever getting into it. And the brief clips I see online are not enough for me. I've never done an episode of The Office, and I don't see myself mm. ever getting <laughs> one. Wow. Really? It, Yep, I, I just, like, <clears throat> I did Modern Family up until I think the last season, and I just walked away. I'm like, I I cannot do the show anymore. I don't give a shit about anything, and it's just starting to annoy me. Um, Like, uh, uh, what am I thinking? 30 Rock and Parks and Rec. First season was crap for both shows and then they found themselves and I enjoyed it and I watched both series all the way through but now here I am a couple of years later I'm like I don't remember any of it mm. like I don't I, I don't have an episode I'm like oh yeah that episode I remember that or oh I, I really want to rewatch you know this couple episodes or this cliffhanger or whatever nothing and I'm like I'm not doing it again I have other stuff I'm not going to sit through a finding themselves first season multiple other seasons all the time I'm going to spend watching it walk away and then a year later go I don't remember doing any of that yeah I could yeah I, I, I can see that like I'm actually like I, I totally get where you're coming from Kev because when it originally aired I never watched it never watched it like I knew of it I, I would see the commercials and and you know, I knew who Steve Carell was, and I later found out who John Krasinski was because I was, I'd watch him on Jack Ryan. Um, but it was actually my daughters that uh, first started watching The Office, and they really liked it. So, you know, every once in a while, like, I'd, you know, if they're watching in the living room or whatever, I'd catch some of an episode. And then, yeah, like you said, like with the... YouTube shorts and the Facebook shorts and all that kind of stuff. I don't have TikTok, but it's basically like TikTok. Um, yeah. yeah, I would see clips and clips. And then eventually it was 20, I think it was 2020 when during the pandemic, I was like, need something to watch. So I, I, I binged that series and I binged Curb Your Enthusiasm. 
because I had like I said I'd watched the the clips, and yeah, I I honestly was glad I did. I I, I really do like The Office. I mean, it kind of was kind of like Game of Thrones, where like the last season was just it it was not good. It was bad. Um, you know, the final episode kind of brought it all together again, but. The final episode, it was, it's one of those final episodes where it takes place like a year later type of thing. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, no, I, I, but I, I totally get where you're coming from, Kev. Like, honestly, if it wasn't for the pandemic, I don't know if I ever would have just sat down and watched it. Um, but, you know, but I did. But I, I but now it's like, yeah, Modern Family, Parks and Rec, uh, Little, or, uh, Young Sheldon. You know, those are ones, again, I see the clips for, the shorts for, and I've watched a bunch of them, and, and I, you know, the things I've seen do seem genuinely funny, but I don't know if I'll, if I'll sit down and take the time to, to binge them, you know, I just, I don't know. No, it, maybe it's like, maybe it's the style, maybe it's the so documentary thing, maybe it's the... You know, hey, let's put a bunch of awkward people together and watch awkward things happen. I don't know, but I'm just done with it, and it doesn't mean anything to me at all. Mm -hmm. I don't think, like, yeah, part of it was because of us growing up with shows in syndication, but I mean, I remember episodes of Night Court and Cosby Show and Golden Girls, and, mm -hmm. you know, like, many, you know, decades later, there's certain ones I still remember, like, oh my god, I gotta see if I can find that one episode. Like, what season was it? I want to watch that again. That was hilarious. And here's modern stuff that I've watched within the last couple of years, and it's nothing to me. It's bubblegum. And I'm just like, I'm not doing that again. I want, you know, maybe it's being older, but I'm like, I want what I watch to have some sort of resonance with me at this point. <laughs> like, I, I need it to give me some sort of sustenance. And it's not, you know, kissing either of your asses for being Canadian here. But to be, <laughs> to be honest, the most recent sitcom that's left an impact, and I've gone back and rewatched stuff, and it's quotable, and every day I think about it, has been Letterkenny. <laughs> that's a pretty fun show. Freaking love it! Uh, second season of Shorzy debuts next week, and I cannot wait. And to it's, be and that show is it, it's pretty accurate to what small town life is pretty much anywhere in Canada. Not not in the big cities, but in the small towns, that's pretty much what it's like. To be honest, I've only seen a like a, a, it's kind of like yeah, Parks and Rec, where I've only seen clips. I've never actually sat down and watched either one of those. Um, oh, well, it's I've, it's pretty good. Um, it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. But I, I think I I think for me, like I think it's because I've 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 moved away from like cable television. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like the channel mm -hmm. surfing. I think back in the day because that's how I got into watching Coroner Gas was because I was flipping through one day and it was on, like I'd heard about the show. And I was I thought I found it hilarious. So I actually you know, this is Back when we still had video stores, I went down to the video store and rented the first season of Corner Gas and really got into it. But uh, with the streaming thing, like because Letter Kenny's on Crave, I just eh, you know like I, there's no channel surfing. So you know like maybe if I had like we still did the cable thing, I, like some of these shows that I've skipped out on, maybe I would have picked up on them at some point. Um. 
but like what you were saying, Kev, about uh, you know older stuff, you know, resonating with you and stuff. That's honestly what you were, the way you were talking. That's my argument with modern Star Trek. Like it, modern Star Trek just sucks. Like compared to like, uh, like I've been, I've been, I kind of stumbled on rewatching Deep Space Nine, uh, even though I'm supposed to be watching Voyager for Trek One Seven One. But I, you know, again, these 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 clips, these shorts were coming up uh, about Deep Space Nine. Some of these excellent episodes, and I'm like, you know what, I want to watch that episode. And then I got get you know totally derailed where I'm like. You know, watching the next episode, watching the next episode. Next thing you know, it's like, God damn it. I still haven't finished Ahsoka, and here I am watching Deep Space Nine. Um, <laughs> and I've seen all these episodes before, but it's so good. Like, like honestly, like, I, I, you know, like, I know I, I would have mentioned this on our last episode of Geek Fallout, which we're going to be recording later after this episode. Anyway, I'm so bored with Ahsoka. I haven't even finished it. I'm like... Ugh, it's like it's like a chore, uh, but Deep Space Nine, I can just I can just sit down and and just enjoy it because the writing is so good. Um, like honestly, I got no sympathy for this these writers because they're not putting out good content. Like I'm sorry, but anyway, quick tangent. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> so where were we? Kev was talking about. The Office. The Office. Okay. All right. And I, uh, I only watched that show recently, like in the last few years. Um, an ex of mine was was in really into it, and I thought parts of it were really funny, but as a whole, I didn't think it was very good, and I didn't really, and still don't really understand what the fuss was. Um, I feel very much like what Kevin said was accurate. A, a bunch of awkward people doing awkward things makes awkward humor. Like, I don't know. Well, I think every now and then I would, they would do something would happen and I would burst out laughing. But as a whole, many episodes I watched, I didn't like barely chuckled. And I was like, I don't, I don't think this show is for me. Yeah. I think, uh, the reason why it, it, uh, you know, became as popular as it did was because of the, weekly release because of the you know like the little cliffhangers like will jim and pam get together you know like i mean they they dangled that carrot for like three seasons um and then it finally happened at the end of the third season um then it was dwight and angela you know where they would they get together and you know it it's it's kind of like a soap opera but also a comedy you know but okay but hmm. well, like I'm, I, I get that and understand, but I feel like I'm not going to invest however many hundreds of hours to watch however many seasons. Mm-hmm. Now, if someone yeah. said, "Hey, here's a here's a DVD of like the ten best Office episodes out of all of them," I could I'd be willing to consider that. You know, like when you see when people release the list of like, here's the hundred greatest episodes of TV ever. You know, there's stuff out there. I'm like, I've never watched the show, but I've, I'll watch that up. I've never watched Mary Tyler Moore other than the Chuckles the Clown death, the mm-hmm. funeral episode. And that's hysterical. I've never watched another episode of it. Don't feel like I need to. 
you know, like there's so if someone had like here's the Grace episodes of The Office, I might be willing to watch a couple for that, just to see like height of TV. But otherwise, I'm not doing it. Yeah. However, side note here, maybe future topic. Ragnar mentioning watching it with an ex. That might be an interesting topic. Things that we watch because someone, someone we're dating, married to, whatever, introduced us to it. Mm. That we would not have done on our own, but whoever, you know, when you start a relationship with someone and they're introducing you to the things that they like in the hopes that you would like it as well. All right. I'm going to write that down. Um, right. Yeah. Da- inter- that could be uh, fun. Dating. Uh, Pop culture introductions. I, I, I think our, our female co-host could get in on this, too. I oh. feel like they would both have a lot to say about it. I think they would. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think the two of them might just go off for a good half hour, so we can just sit down and do something else. <laughs> Excellent. Um, no, that's that's actually a really good topic. Cause that, that's how I got into watching Gilmore Girls, was my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, Sex in the City. I watched that because of a girl. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of fell in love with Lorelai Gilmore. Like I like. Well, I mean, had, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I just yeah. Anyway, um, all right. So uh, we'll do one more each, and then we'll do like a, a honorable mention round. Um. So for the next one on my list, um. Honestly, I skip a lot of Fox science fiction series. Um, just because Fox um, has always had, you know, Fox Studios, Fox the Network. Uh, not Fox Studios, Fox the Network. Um, has always had this reputation of dropping science fiction franchises, um, like, after, like, a season. Or even after a few episodes. Um so I just I have a hard time getting into uh, a Fox show just for that reason. So uh, some of them like Space Above and Beyond, um, I didn't get into that. Never did watch it. Uh, Firefly when it originally was released, I didn't watch it because again, like I I thought, well if they do a, se- a second season, maybe I'll jump in. But then it got canceled. Um, Dark Angel, it got cancelled after two seasons, but I did actually watch those at the time, and I knew I shouldn't, and it pissed me off. Uh, Millennium, uh, you know, another Chris Carter show, um, set in the X-Files universe. Never did watch that. I think it lasted three seasons, but, uh, it got cancelled before it was meant to. Um, yeah, and then, uh... In the early 2000s, they did a series based on the lone gunman characters from the X-Files. I actually didn't blame uh, Fox for canceling that show. It was really good, but the first season aired before 9-11. And I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but the pilot episode of the lone gunman featured a storyline of somebody uh, hacking into an an airplane's computer system and they were going to fly it into the World Trade Center, like, to one of the towers. So this was, like, January 2001 when this episode aired. And then, of course, we know what happened on 9-11. And I just, 
you know, they obviously canceled it because that, especially at that time, because of, you know the conspiracies surrounding nine eleven, all this stuff, you know, like the patriot patriotism towards you know the U.S. government and and all that. The lone gunman kind of was counterintuitive to that, so I totally got why Fox canceled it, but it was still upsetting because it was a good show. Yeah, and um, I did enjoy that. Oh yeah, I bought the I bought the DVDs and yeah, they're still great, and almost human. Yeah. Uh, it's a it was a show with Carl Urban. Uh, it lasted one season and then they canceled it. And Carl Urban is fantastic. Uh, but in a way, it's kind of good that it got canceled because now he's doing the boys. So if Almost Human had become a hit, you know, and like they were still doing seasons, then Carl Urban wouldn't be doing the boys, I guess. So. But, you know, I just, I, I just typically avoid Fox series. Like, even the X-Files, I never started watching it until the, the first season finale. I just was watching it because it aired after The Next Generation on Friday nights. And I watched it, and I was like, I was blown away. I was like, this is awesome. Like, this is, it, you know, it felt like a, like the show was being canceled. But then the more I read about it, you know, they're coming back with a season two and, and Fox has, you know, renewed it for a bunch of, you know, like five seasons or something at that point. I was like, okay. Oh, oh, oh. And, and that summer, Fox would air like two episodes of the X-Files every Friday night to basically get people caught up for season two. Um, and then I think they would air like them like on a Wednesday night or something as well. So like that whole summer, like I was watching the X-Files whenever they would air it and uh yeah and then season two i watched watched it and and then uh yeah you know i'm still an x-files fan to this day but that's the really the only you know the only real success story out of fox in terms of science fiction and stuff that i can think of so anyway typically fox stuff i try to stay away from because i know they're going to break my heart just like the sci-fi channel the only the only success they had was Battlestar Galactica, and even then, I think it could have went for a couple more seasons. But anyway, um, did you guys have any comments about the the Fox shows? Well, I mean, Firefly was great. Uh, oh yeah, no, no, yes, yes, I I did buy the the like the DVD season, um, and then of course Serenity was like an awesome movie. I really really enjoyed that but uh i think it's where we get um part of it now of i'm not watching the show when it comes out i'm gonna wait and see if the show makes it if there's any face behind the show because we've been burned so much from stuff in the past and that's not just a new thing streaming i really think it goes back to us with fox shows mm -hmm. i'm not investing my time in this just get my heart broken again when it goes away yep and, and it kind of extends to network shows in general, like, also. Because, like, when Lost first came out, I never watched the first season. I heard people were talking about it. Oh, it's, you know, like, this awesome show, blah, 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 I gotta watch it. And I just, I didn't, because I was like, it's a science fiction show. Like, it's gonna get cancelled. Um, but then it didn't. And then, yeah, it was kind of, I bought the first season on, it was back in the day when, you know, like, they would release the first, or the, previous season a month before the new season starts 
So yep. I, bu- I bought the box set, watched the first season, was blown away, loved it, and then I was ready for season two. But, uh, no, it, yeah, just network shows in general, you know, like, it, it, it was tough, you know. Like, nowadays, it like, it seems like they don't cancel shows that they should be canceling. Like, they just, you know, <laughs> keep going and going, and it's like, what the, you know, who's watching this shit? Uh, but back in the day, you know, you'd have, like, you'd have a good show and then they'd cancel it. Like, Firefly. Like, that, like, like that show could have been, like, an easy six, seven season where, you know, it was awesome. Uh, but they canceled yeah. it. But, but then, you know, you got this dumpster fire, Star Trek Discovery, you know, it's getting five seasons. It's like, how does that happen? So I, I heard that Firefly was sabotaged deliberately by the executives at Fox because Joss Whedon was too excited about it and they wanted him to be working on uh, Buffy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because Buff, no, or Buffy was WB, wasn't it? But maybe it was a yeah. Fox show on WB. I, I can't remember. Anyway, yeah, no. Sorry, it, you have to, you'll have to excuse me for a moment. My uh, cat just caught a mouse. I gotta go deal with this. Oh, not a problem. Not a problem. That's a good cat. Um, Kev, you got any thoughts about the the fox conundrum? Well, I mean, I remember. I, I was big fan of X-Files, and I, mm-hmm. I liked the Lone Gunman characters, and it was gone oh, yeah. so fast. Firefly was very good when I finally watched it. I love Dow House, which only got two seasons. Yeah, yeah I actually yeah. just seen a, a a video about that. I never I never yeah. did watch it. At, again, I, I avoided it, but um, looked like it was pretty good. Yeah. Well, then, like, um, Lost, I actually did watch right away. And got into it, but um, Heroes. I think all. I think it was after Heroes season one. People were like, how are you not watching this? It's it's a comic book superhero show, and really, you know, in this age MCU, it seems crazy. But that was like all we had. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna watch it. I have serious issues with that show. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, that that was yeah that was, yeah. That first season yeah. was good, but the season finale, it really. They had this build up, and then it just felt like it deflated right at the end. Yeah, and then they never got it back either. Yeah. Um, but I mean, again, it was stuff. I'm like, I'm not getting into this stuff and have it go away. Yeah. You know, I still haven't watched. It. I keep forgetting about it. But um, there was a a sitcom. What the heck was it called? Powerless, maybe. And it was supposed to be like a, a an office in the DC universe. Oh, with uh, Vanessa Hudgens, right? Yeah, I yeah. still haven't watched that because I knew it wasn't going to last. I'm like, this is yeah. too high concept and too niche. Yeah, and I, I wanted to, but I, and I mean, you know, that's one of the problems. Not not that I have a, a you know Nielsen ratings box in my home or whatever. It's not like me watching it. It's not like anyone's going to know I'm watching it. Yeah, but you know, these shows are for an audience of you know, a niche audience already, but they've also bothered that niche audience to the point that we don't turn out for it, and then they say, see, no one wanted to watch it. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but we didn't watch it because you've heard us before. Like, yeah. how, many, how many times do you have to hurt us before we walk away? <laughs> yep. Yep, exactly. Oh, okay, um, sorry about that. <laughs> hey, not a problem, Ragnar. Not a problem. Um, all right, well, Ragnar, uh, what's next on your list? What's your number two? Oh, I never never watched or got into Supernatural. Oh. Yeah, me either. And uh, I did start watching season one a while ago, and I I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. I, I was kind of neutral. Uh, and then, I don't know, I got on to something else, and I never finished it. Um, so many friends that I have love that show. But at least for me on the first couple of episodes, I didn't see any, I couldn't see why. Mm-hmm. Maybe it gets better. Maybe, you know, maybe it just needs to set itself up. I have no idea. But uh, that's a big one that I never watched that I I know is a huge fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed, I don't know, it seemed kind of hokey to me. And I, I don't know, I, I just feel like there's so many shows about monster hunters out there that this one wasn't all that great but yeah the only things i know about supernatural um is basically about some of the stars like the the one brother uh was from gilmore girls and then he went to that show um and then the other brother ended up playing soldier boy in the yeah. third season of the yeah, boys that's how i know him from playing soldier <laughs> <Boy>. <clears throat> yep and then Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays their dad, I think, yeah. on that show. Um, but he's also, like, is he the devil or something, I think? Or, I don't know. There's something with him. Um, then there's the guy that was on Battlestar Galactica, like the lawyer guy with the glasses. He was on Supernatural. Um, and then I want to say the oh, guy's... Okay. I want to say the actor's name's Jim Beaver. He's also been on The Boys, but he is the guy from Breaking Bad that sells Walt his guns uh, out of his trunk. He's that guy. I know he's yeah, he's yeah. from Supernatural. He's in The Boys too, right? He plays like a senator. Or yes. Something. Yep. Yep. I want to say his name's Jim Beaver. I think that's his name. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, he was in uh, Breaking Bad. You're right. He was the gun dealer. Yep. Yeah. Um, excellent. Yeah, I've never. Uh, what What about you, Kev? Have you ever watched Supernatural? I'm I'm trying to remember when I tapped out on that. Um, I had an ex that was watching that, and we would watch it, you know, at night eating dinner. Mm-hmm. And I forget what my. I, I think at some point it was, "Hey, do you care if I?" You know, she said, "Do you care if I watch this and get caught up while you're at work?" And I'm like, "I don't." <laughs> Like, we have watched seasons of this show, and I cannot tell you people's names. Like, I can't tell you, you know, I can't tell you anything about it five minutes after we've watched it. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly, like, I, I'm not hating, I didn't hate it while I watched it, but it didn't mean anything to me. Yeah. You know, so, like, it, it was in one ear, out the other for the whole thing. Like, okay, this is a pleasant distraction for the hour, but ultimately, it's not doing anything for me. Yeah, um, I get it. I, I can totally understand why there's a fan base for it. Totally get it and everything, but it just it, it didn't leave an impression with me. And then uh, I never went back to it. It's 
freaking went on, what, 15 years practically? Something crazy mm-hmm. like that? Yep. Yeah, I think my daughter used to watch it, or still watches it. I don't know. But yeah, she she was big into that. Um, all right. Uh, Kev, what's, uh, what's sec- number two on your list? All right. So this is a personal one. If anyone else feels differently, that's fine. However, I will not watch. How do I word this? Because I need to, I need to disqualify one thing in here. I will not watch or give my time or money to anything that Pete Davidson is the star or focus of. Huh. Really? Yes. Um, Saturday Night Live does not count because it existed previous to him. It exists after him. And even when he was on, it was part of an ensemble. Uh, It was not Pete Davidson's show. He just happened to be a member of this thing that was already existing. Yeah. However, when he's got movies coming out or talk show appearances or whatever else, no, he does not get my time, energy, money, nothing. Cannot stand him for many reasons. And I'm just, no. Hmm. Yeah, no, like, uh, I think for everybody, there's always that person that, yeah, where you just have those feelings for. Um, but for, like, for myself, yeah, I'm not, like, because he just had a TV show, basically, where he's playing himself, and Joe Pesci's, like, his uncle or something, uh, or his grandpa or something, um, and Edie Falco plays his mom, I think, <coughs> but, um, he did a movie a f- few years ago, I think it's called The King of Staten Island. Yep. Um, I actually liked it, like, to be honest with you. Um, and the reason why I watched it was because Bill Burr was in it. And I love Bill Burr. Like, that guy makes me laugh. Um, like, I, I actually have, you know, I, I'm such a fan of Bill Burr. I actually bought his Mandalorian action figure. I got, I'm looking at it right now. Um, That's awesome. He, he was incredible in the Mandalorian. Yeah, like the first episode he was in, I'm like, eh, you know. But that second episode. Like, man, was that good. Uh, amazing acting. Um, you know, like, when, when they're sitting there talking to that Imperial guy, and and uh, you really felt it. You know, like, like uh, that Bill Burr is playing this, you know, traumatized, pissed-off former Imperial. Um, good actor. But, yeah, like, that's, that's why I watch that Pete Davidson movie, is because Bill Burr plays the guy who's dating his mom, who's Marissa Tomei. Um, well, it, it could have been that movie. And I don't know for sure. Cause again, I, he bothers me so much mm-hmm. that I'm not, I'm not going to do a whole lot of research, but a movie he was making, we'll say it's that one. I don't know. A movie he was making, he was making in a nearby city. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the city just rolls out the red carpet for him. Oh my gosh. You're filming a, a, a you're a big star. You're filming a movie in our city. Mm-hmm. Here's all these tax breaks. Here's all this stuff for free. We'll just shut down the city. We'll give you everything you want, everything you need. He films the movie, doing a press conference or interview, whatever, and says, that was the worst, shittiest city I've ever been into. And I <laughs> ever have to go back. <laughs> and it's like, true or not, sorry, Mr. New York City, but like, true or not, they yeah. bent over backwards for you and gave you everything. You just shit all over them. 
So, what, like, that city, was it his hometown, or, like, he's... No. Oh, okay. No, no, he did it up in Syracuse. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, even, so, if, even if you feel that way, you don't say that. But I, no, I, I don't know. I guess that's his brand of humor, like, the roast brand. Like, he is good, right. at, he is good at roasts, well, but... Oh, uh, now, allegedly... One of the things he was upset about for the for the city was mm-hmm. that the cops harassed his friends, allegedly. Let's mm-hmm. just throw that allegedly out here. Because the story making the rounds, though, is the cops did not harass his friend for no good reason. The story making the rounds is he got pulled over while waiting for the cop to come up in the tinted windows of his vehicle. He has his buddy in the passenger seat switch seats with him. So his buddy takes the hit for it. Mm. So Pete Davidson doesn't get the charge for the arrest or anything. Yeah. Because maybe, you know, I don't know. You just look at his humor and his eyes and stuff. Maybe he had something on him, possibly, that a driver vehicle shouldn't have on him. Allegedly, possibly, maybe. So, you know, he's a good friend to just be like, hey, I, I can't get in trouble. You're not famous. I am. Slide over into the driver's seat here. You take the hit. And then let's blame the city for harassing us. Yeah. Yeah, that's not cool. No, I'll I'll hold back from saying that because it's... (laughs) (laughs) It it might be a little too far. His humor about his dad really bothers me. Yes, because his his dad died on 9-11. Yeah, and the shit he says, granted, everyone deals with stuff their own way, but the stuff he says really bothers me, and then he says other stuff that I'm like, you're the same guy that said this. You can't say both. You you, you can't be both guys here. Yeah. Um, And there's nothing, like, believe me, I've made dark humor jokes and, and used, you know, dark humor as a way to get through grief and stress and all sorts of things. I think him saying it repeatedly and loudly into a microphone for an audience is the line, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe like that—that's a bit too far for you. Want to make those jokes on your own, or maybe once or something? Like I totally get it, but to make it a part of your personality seems a bit too much. And I'll leave it at that because there's other things he has said where I'm like, you can't say this and be this guy too mm-hmm. at the same time. If you've evolved, that's different. But you can't be both these people at the same time. Yeah. He really pisses me off. And that, uh, like, me talking about it pisses me off because I'm now wasting <laughs> time talking about it. Like, I'm that level with it. No, that, uh, those are some valid points, Kev. Uh, you know. Um, yeah, he's definitely not everyone's cup of tea, that's for sure. Um, all right. Well, uh, I think we've we've done our two. So now we can uh, do our uh, honorable mentions or dishonorable mentions, however you want to word that. So the 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 honorable mention that I had on my list, and I've mentioned this before. Um, so anything Batman related where Batman isn't actually involved. Um, so there's the TV series Gotham. There was the TV series Birds of Prey. Um, there was the most recent Batwoman TV series, you know, um, 
and then there's this new series, or I think it might be canceled now, Gotham Knights, where the where Batman is conveniently absent um, in these productions. That, do you, would you consider Gotham that too? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mentioned Gotham. Yeah. I, I won't. I won't watch Gotham because oh, okay. it 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 drives me nuts because Batman is the most TV friendly superhero you could do. You know, like he is not, you know, leaping tall buildings. He's not flying in the clouds. You know, you could do a Batman TV series with a reasonable budget. You really could. Um, and it, and it could be really epic, but they keep doing these TV shows without them, you know, and like that Batwoman show really annoyed me. Um, you know, um, when, you know, there's that clip where, uh, I don't know, like the Lucius Fox character, you know, this, the sit in for Lucius Fox, you know, is talking to Batgirl and you know that needs they they you know find batman's suits and he's like well the suit is literal literal perfection and and she's like yeah it will be when it's made for a woman and it's like ugh i hate that i really do i you know like this you know it's bad enough that you know batman died or is missing or whatever but now you got to like make fun of him for being a man like i just ugh um, but yeah, Gotham, I never got into, even though I've heard good things, I've heard, you know, like it has a lot of good side characters, um, you know, that came from that. Um, but I just, I, I can't get into, I just, if Batman's not in, I just don't, I don't care. Birds of Prey, it got canceled anyway. Same with this Batwoman TV show and Gotham Knights. Like I said, I think it got killed. The only one that I was kind of okay with was the Joker movie. Um, because it didn't really, you know, even though it takes place in Gotham and all this other stuff, it didn't really feel like, I mean, it, it, he could have been anybody, it, you know, like, yeah, he was, you know, dressing like a clown and, and all that kind of stuff, but I really didn't feel like he was necessarily the Joker, um, even though that was the title of the movie. I, you know, I think if they had just done a generic movie with him being a crazy guy who dresses like a clown, I think it would have still been a great movie. Like, uh, Joaquin Phoenix did a really good job. Um, but I just don't understand. Like HBO slash Warner brothers owns the rights to Batman. Do a Batman TV show already. Like you guys can do game of Thrones for, for, um, for TV. Why can't you do a Batman TV show? It just, it drives me nuts. And then uh, also, uh, uh, n another honorable mention um, is I, I, I refuse to get into the Spider-Man adjacent movies. So like the Venom movies, I've never watched them. I have no intention of watching them. The Morpheus movie, same thing, no intention. Uh, there's a Craven, the Hunter movie coming up. I don't give a shit. Like, why are you doing these movies without Spider-Man? You know, like I, like I know they had that. You know, uh, th um, end credit scene where Venom sees Tom Holland Spider-Man on the TV, and then there's the credit scene at the end of the Spider-Man movie, like the one uh, No Way Home or whatever, 
where where Tom, or Tom Hardy's there at a bar drinking, and then he disappears, um, going back to his reality, presumably. Um, well, but he's going to be. But the next Spider-Man movie is going to have Venom in it. They were just setting it up there. Maybe because yeah, there's a piece of the symbiote that stays behind somehow. So that kind yeah, of yeah, they've, they've already they've already announced that he's gonna it's gonna be a Spider-Man and Venom movie. So yeah, if they do that, I'm 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 in for it. Even though I'm not a big Venom fan, like he was kind of like a one-hit wonder for me. Um, you know, if if Spider-Man's in it, I'm I'll, I'll watch it. But if if you're not gonna if you're gonna do all these Spider-Man related movies but not have Spider-Man in it, no thanks. That's just I'll pass. Uh, Ragnar, do you have a honorable or dishonorable mention? Well, I mean, I I really stopped watching the DC movies after Batman versus Superman, and even that one, I I waited till it was on streaming. The only DC thing that I really enjoyed in a really long time is the Peacemaker TV show, mm-hmm. which I thought was incredible. And I really enjoyed the Gotham TV show, which is basically Batman as a kid and, and the world that Batman would grow up in. And and I loved it. I, I wish with Gotham that they would have gone one more season to have actually Batman show up in it. But uh, it basically ends with him you know, practically practically about to be Batman. Um, but as a whole, I just, the DC movies have all been really crappy and I just, I don't give a, just don't care about them. Don't watch them. Don't, can't be bothered. And honestly, the last batch of Marvel movies have been mostly stinkers. Mm -hmm. So I might just be superheroed out and I'm only going to watch the ones that I'm really attached to. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, as a whole, I skip most of the DC movies. Well, the thing is like, um, just to go on a quick tangent, um, this, this, you know, people call it superhero fatigue, superheroed out, whatever. I really don't think that's the issue. I think the issue is bad movies, bad TV shows. Yeah. Like it's, they're not good. You know, like, you know, no, or, uh, no way home was really the only good Marvel movie in my opinion, since Endgame. like everyone, every other one I've been disappointed in some way or another. You know, like Doctor Strange is like, you know, Doctor Strange 2, he's like a guest star in his own movie. Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. Yeah. That was, that, and that oh man, that that pissed me the off. Only, Guardians the only 3 was I, good. I like, well, I like parts of Love and Thunder. Like, I thought Russell Crowe as Zeus was hilarious. But as a whole, yeah, that movie sucked. I'd say that's the only movie Taika Waititi's ever made that I didn't love. Um... And the only the only Marvel movie I've liked in a long time was Into the Spider Verse Part Two. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, and those are of, good. That's sort of a, its own separate universe. Yeah. Um, the last live action thing that Marvel released that I thought was good was probably the Spider Man movie that has all three Spider Man in it. Yeah. I don't think they put out anything really worth watching since then. I, I thought and even, uh, even some of the movies before that weren't that great. I think Guardians Three was good, but it wasn't like. Well, I I thought like, it was amazing. pretty good until I re- I went and rewatched Guardians One. Yes, and that was, was a like, great movie. 
Man, Guardians 3 sucks when you compare it to the first one. Honestly, if I, I, I would compare it to like the Lethal Weapon franchise. Like Lethal, yeah. Lethal Weapon 1 was just amazing. Like It was such a good movie. And then Lethal Weapon 2 was a good movie as well. Almost yeah. as good. Yeah. But the, Guardians it, 2 was pretty darn good. Yeah. And then Lethal Weapon 3 was still not a terrible movie. It yeah. was it had its good parts, but compared to the first two, it just wasn't as good. Yeah. That's how I feel about the Guardians movies. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Um Yeah, I didn't I didn't hate Guardians three. I just didn't think it was I didn't think it lived up to its potential. Yeah. I think they could have done more with it and it they could have pushed it in some new directions and I really didn't feel it really felt like they were kind of just like, well, you know, we're all contractually obligated to make one more of these things. Yeah. And I didn't think, you know, it had some good moments, but as a whole, it was like three out of five. Yeah. You know, kind of forgettable, really. Yeah. And, and I think that's kind of a shame because, you know, the first one was just so incredible. And and then you know and then getting to see them team up with the Avengers was also incredible. Mm-hmm. And then after that, like really, ever since Infinity Wars ended, they really Marvel just has just had seems like they don't know what the hell they're doing. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, the Marvels is coming out next month, and I'm like, eh, no, oh, I'm not even. I, I won't even go see the new Marvel movies until somebody else whose opinion I trust says, man, you should go see this one. Because I'm just like, okay, I've seen four or five now that were underwhelming. I think I'm going to just sit them out for a while. Yeah. Uh, and I'm watching the new season of Loki, and I'm, i i got to say I'm not loving it so far. Yeah, I, I, I haven't started really, it. I really, really enjoyed season one. But so far this season, I'm like, it's very confusing and it's not very interesting. Yeah. And I don't know what happened because season one was so great. This one, and maybe it'll get better. Maybe it's a slow burn. I, I mean, you know, it doesn't really cost me anything to watch it, but I got to say I'm not in love with it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kev, uh, what's on your honorable or dishonorable mention? Um, Like you could make overall jokes like, Sports or (laughs) crime procedural shows, stuff like that. But the one I I really, really have to skip, and I tried it. I think we did, I think I did the season with an X. I think I only did one season. But um, made me so uncomfortable, and I will never go back to it, was Dexter. Mm. And it's not because I've had people say, well, what do you mean uncomfortable? Like, because of the topic, because he's a serial killer, because of blood, you know, this, that, and all. I'm like, no. I said, I feel gross watching it. And I said, the best example I can give to explain, you know, it's not gross for, like, you know, murder or gore or whatever. I can watch plenty of stuff. I said, I feel gross watching it. And the the best example was, I feel like I didn't wipe well enough. And now I'm walking around and feel uncomfortable. Mm. And that's how Dexter makes me made me feel watching it. I'm like, I'm sitting here feeling itchy and uncomfortable, and I'm not watching this anymore. Yeah. 
and then, like that that's a bit and I don't know what I was picking up on what was doing it um it was pointed out to me it's like well the the actor's dating dating the actress that plays his sister in real life I'm like maybe I'm sensing some sort of connection between the two and it's making me feel uncomfortable watching it and then I found out stuff later in the season or in the series so I'm glad I tapped out when I did but yeah, something about that show just, like, I, I watch things to be entertained. I do not watch things to feel uncomfortable. And something about that show just made me feel gross. Yeah. No, I, I could definitely see that. I That is one show that I stuck with. And, yeah, I was disappointed. I, I didn't watch the newest season that just came out, like, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, that last season was very disappointing, like, from the regular series. Actually, some of the seasons were... Like, season five wasn't good. Season seven, I don't think, was particularly good. The season with Edward James almost was really good. Um, and John Lithgow was amazing on that show. But yeah, I could definitely see where, where you're coming from. Um, and it's one of those shows where you have to, like, suspend your disbelief because there's certain things that happen, and you're like, wait a second. There's no way that's, you know, like he could get away with this for this reason, yeah. or this would happen this way. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, I totally get it. It's not for everyone. And I got to say like that, op- like the opening credits for the, for, for the original series, I, even though it, it's just him making breakfast, uh, cause he's like cutting into ham and frying it and stuff. It just, makes you think that he's you know cutting a person and i know yeah. that i know that's what they're going for but i just always found that it's, open it, i gotta say that has got to be gotta be if not the best definitely top three best opening sequences of all time see and like i it's so brilliantly well done it it completely captures the tone of the show and yet, it's just him making breakfast, which which I get, but it oh I don't know, it always made me feel uncomfortable. Oh, so, I, I, it's supposed to. Yeah, and I would always you're skip not, you're it. You're not supposed to be comfortable with the character of Dexter. Yeah, you're supposed to be uncomfortable with him. That that and, is and, true. And that 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 opening sequence sets that up. Like, you know, he's he's pretending to be a normal person, and he's doing all the normal things, making breakfast, but. The way he's doing it isn't the way the rest of us do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's 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 true. Yeah, you're not. He, you know, he's the main character and he's fascinating. And there are times when you're rooting for him, but you're you're not supposed to be completely comfortable with him. Yeah. No, it, it's it. it uh, yeah, I could definitely see. Yeah, where, where you're coming from, Kev, for sure. Um, but oh, all right. Um. I think we can call this an episode. Uh, But before we go, let's play that little game of where we can find you on the internet. Um, For myself, you can find me here at the Pop Culture Pub Podcast Network. Um, Starting in November, we're going to have a regular uh, recording schedule. Uh, So we're going to be probably putting out episodes weekly again. Um depending like i mean there might be the week week skip because you know maybe people's schedules conflict or whatever but um i think we got enough podcasters now that that probably won't be an issue um 
but uh yeah we'll we'll see that that that's the plan um we're gonna go back to releasing an episode every week so um and, and there might be a, a week where you might get another episode because we still got to do some truck 1701 eventually so yeah yeah there's good yeah <laughs> we're working on it <laughs> yeah yeah we are um but uh yeah so be on the lookout for that uh kevin where can we find you sir all right, I think I have transferred over everything, but Hellion's uh, team um, for the rebrand, I'm pretty sure I got everything done. If anyone finds anything, though, let me know, and I'll change it and fix it. Uh, but that's across social media and hellionsteam.com. Excellent. And Ragnar, where can we find you, sir? Um, RagnarTheTrader.com is my main website. I'm on Facebook and Instagram as RagnarTheTrader. And uh, next weekend, if you're in Manitoba, I will be at the Winnipeg Comic Con, which is my last really big show of the year. Excellent, excellent. And but you you still have some. You're coming to the Edmonton Craft Show, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I have I have I think six shows afterwards. They're just not oh, wow. as big as yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. Cool. The, the, Winni- the Winnipeg Comic Con is like on the same scale as as Edmonton Expo. Oh, okay. And I actually, I usually, I think Winnipeg usually outperforms Edmonton, so it's really? it's like my last my last big one of the year. But uh, no, I'll, I'll I'll be doing shows all through November and December. Excellent, excellent. All right. Well, on behalf of myself, Chris Lockhart, my co-hosts uh, Ragnar and Kevin Decent, I want to thank you, dear listener, for taking the time to listen to the Pop Culture Pub Podcast. This was our skipped it episode. We skipped it and why. And we will see you again in the not too distant future. <laughs>